What's up, movie fans and Netflix bingers for a special podcast. This is Adam Schubert, and as always, I'm joined by Lyndon Burton. And we're here to talk about the launch of Disney+, and especially the first episode of Encore. Man, like, it was really, really <laughs> cool. And, you know, Kristen Bell, like, I really like what, that she decided to, you know, jump in and do the, this reality show. And it's, it's bringing about, you know, old high school theater groups that did plays and they redoing their plays as adults it's real cool check yeah i think you should check it out well that's yeah. it guys <laughs> yo you had me going for a little bit then i was like wait what i like i saw i watched a little bit of the jeff Goldblum shit like i was talking about that but like the christmas dude hell no and look i also the intro i'm shocked you didn't do what's up movie fans and disney plus bingers i was like i was like netflix shit netflix don't have this type of content bro at least not right now Oh, I don't know about all that. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, I'm just throwing little jabs, throwing some jokes. But nah, man, we're here to review the Mandalorian. Yeah, man, and the Mandalorian finally it's out. No more trailers, no more speculation. Uh, we finally get to see what Filoni can do with the live action thing. Even though this is Favreau's project, but the first one was directed by Filoni. So today, yes, we're it talking was. about our boy Dave Filoni directing the first ep- episode with Pedro Pascal, Carl Weathers, you know, some surprise special guests, and then Taika some expected Watiti. ones, too. Like Taika Waititi, yeah. Then you have uh, Nick Nolte. Yeah. Making a vo- Nolte. Both of those with War- voice appearances. Warner Herzog. Yeah, he acted. So dope dope cast, man. I definitely... I, I, I don't want to say that, like... I don't want to give away how you feel, but I definitely enjoyed the first episode a lot like yeah it's great it's not on and and we talked about this off air because we're at peak television right now and i think that when we do the anime we're not lord anime talk jesus when we do the the bros who binge awards at the end of the year and we're giving out best tv show it's gonna be a tough competition we have the boys we have Watchmen. i told you i wish titans was good enough to be in that conversation but it's not I think this show may have a shot at being in that conversation, maybe being the the underdog dark horse in the race. But I, so far, so good with episode one for me. Yeah, I mean, I think that they're doing really well creating Star Wars. I mean, this is more so than the movies currently feel like Star Wars. Yo, um, like when this thing started, when this thing started, I was like, yes, we're here. Well, I'm back. I love, I love Chewie. We're puppets. home. Yes. I love the fucking puppets. It worked. It worked because you can put stuff like it just worked better. It felt like I was in Star Wars. It felt like this it felt is like the faces. Yeah, it felt, it felt like, like this, they were there. This is the world after this felt like the world that Luke, Leia, and Han saved. And now sure. we're seeing the repercussions of that. Definitely. I yeah, I agree with that. This is it feels very original trilogy, which is perfect for what they're going for with especially with the time period but even though because it's dave it feels like if you feel the ramifications of the clone wars too well his ship his ship is pre-empire and they mentioned that i wanted to ask you that's not the ship that the that the uh clone soldiers drove because they you they didn't have the little bubble where they could get into the the gunner cannon but it was something similar to it was like a a a, a transport or something it was something similar to that it It was one of the transports yeah Okay, from the I Clone Wars, so. yeah. I thought so. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Uh, you, how do you want to do this review? We doing positives, 
negatives that they were going to just talk about, like the stuff we enjoyed and questions and theories. Yeah, I guess we. Yeah, uh, I I don't really think we need to go through it piece by piece like we do with Titans. No, because there was like uh, there was like the opener, the meeting of Carl Weathers, in the meeting of Warner Herzog, and then the end. I I really think it's just also because it's so detailed. Like you know, every scene has little subtle things in each thing that's like worth talking about. Like I'm yeah, you know I'm. And everything is so set. I can feel like you could phase this movie out. We're not movie. I'm sorry. I mean, it feels like a movie to me because you does. know we're talking Star Wars. Um, but you could phase this TV show or this episode in chapters almost, where it's like, okay, well now we're at this chapter. Now we're at this chapter. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I don't want to do it like that. Let's just kind of talk about some things that we liked. Or let's do let's do negatives first. Okay, well, I'll go ahead and address the negative that I I I feel like we're getting the the Disney Disneyfied. I mean, Mm -hmm. I feel I feel I feel the Disney because I feel like I told you uh, that dude wasn't getting cut in half. I told you we weren't gonna see that right off that bat. Yeah, right off the bat, that made me shake my head. I was like, of course. See, also- I, and I knew that wasn't good. I, I, I see. I'm not uh, as upset by the well. That didn't lack- upset me that much. But I, I know it didn't upset you. But you, you know what I mean. Where, where you expected a more gritty show, I expected this level of grit. Yeah, I mean, I think it's gritty as in, it's nice. But I mean, like, it's also not gonna like make me wet my pants like Watchmen would make you do. Yeah. Or the boys, like, they just do shit that's like, holy shit, like, oh, sh- yeah, shock not, value. Like, I'm not, like, still expecting... Star Wars. Yeah, I mean, like, it's Star Wars, and I'm going to expect to get my shock and awe of it, but it it does feel like felony. but, I mean, that's just something because I've just been with him for so long. And I don't, and it's not really a dislike, it's just, you know, and I don't dislike Rebels or Clone Wars, but, like, it just feel it does feel like some of those elements are coming into the live action, which I didn't think were going to shine through. You know, mainly with, like, the learning how to ride that animal scene. I was 90% sold on this episode, 10% not. The 10% where I was not was the riding on the the, the alien scene. Yeah, but the only thing that I will say that redeemed it is, like, the guy who was, you know, training him, although he was kind of, that was Nick Nolte, yeah. Yeah, that's Nick Nolte. And um, I did like um, what was the thing that he said at the end of every time he talked? It was like, "And so I, it shall be," or something. And so like that. it shall be. Yeah. Like I love that. I was. I or make that was it so, so something like that. Or I, I, I said it so it so it shall be. Or like yeah, I said it. Yeah, I said it. So something it shall like be. that. What it's gonna show up on my rewatch at some point. I'm gonna end up blurting it out. But um, yeah, man. I like that. I, I I did like his interactions with that, and also having him think about his past as a Mandalorian. I think what that th- I'm I'm just on a tangent right now, but I think that the throwback scene of him as a kid was him on Mandalore. So I guess you know we are gonna though because that was a rumor and speculation in the beginning was whether or not he's Mandalorian or I just took the armor. You know, I think this is kind of 
puts that for certain, especially when he went to the armory. Yeah, and see that you're that jumping into my you're, cool. you're, you're, you're jumping in my positives. So let, let me yeah. let me get some of my, let me get some of my neggies out the way. Right. I agree with you with the uh, the riding of the uh, elephant thing, but my the thing that kind of took me, it, it it the show ended very abruptly, and it was only thirty something minutes. Maybe that's due to us getting two episodes 40. this week. It was thirty seven or thirty eight, and that was from start to finish. It's not it's not even a full forty something. Like one, like check I it, thought it, I thought the end was I thought it ended fine. It, I, like. Yeah, it ended it, on a cliffhanger. It was ended it like, like now what know. happens next? Definitely, but it's just, I, it just felt like this is where I'm comparing it to the other shows. Those other shows give me an hour, like an uh, uh, between 45 minutes and an hour, and that's just what I wanted from this show. That it's it's giving me an hour, 45 minutes a week, and maybe I'll get that in episode two. That's just my if I'm being nitpicky and talking about the 10 percent I didn't like. That was it. But other than that and the elephant, I'm I'm sold. So we could talk about the posies. And I agree with you. Him going in, him being from Mandalore, you see that full frontal. And I think the flashback to to piggyback on what you said was during the Clone Wars. Or at some point... Mm-mm, mm-mm. They, it was the Empire. See, you think it's Empire. Inside of the footage, if you pause it, you see droids shooting. And that's why he doesn't fuck with droids. And he was like, yo... He would be yo, so old. That's what I that and that that's my main question. If that's the case, how old is this dude? And my joke was, is Pedro Pascal just voice acting, or is he is he in the suit? There's <laughs> his stuntman. Like, I mean, technically, Boba Fett could be alive, and he was from the Clone Wars, so that's one thing to think about. And that's and that's my thing. Like, is he like? It might not have been. It might have just been around Order sixty six. Like, and I guess you know we're talking about we're talking about pretty soon after Return of the Jedi. That's why I gotta get this out of my head that it's not closer to like the Bloodline timeline, which I know you don't know what that means, but like the you know close to um, the new movies. So I I gotta remember that it's closer to six. Yeah, it's it's five years. I mean, Rex Rex would be alive. Yeah, Rex would have been. Older than a kid during the Clone Wars on Mandalore. Oh, yeah. A lot of man, you know, a lot of the, sh- the shit that went down in Mandalore was during the Clone Wars. So I guess that's very plausible. Like a five-year-old kid about the droid thing. And that's why the, the his 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 hate, like you could see his disdain for droids in the first scene. He's like, Nah, dog, I don't want no, no droid driving my ship. He doesn't have any droids on his. He's he's not a fan of them, and I, and I think that's going to be something that we see going in the flashback. But to piggyback on your other Mandalore point, bro, when he went into the armory, I was like, Filoni, you dog. This is this is what people have been wanting for forever. Like these Mandalorians have the, they're like sect because of the shit that went down on Mandalore. Yeah, and like the fact that you know how valuable that metal is to them, and was that a Jedi medal? No. I mean, it's a Mandalorian what, what, thing. But what was the insignia on it? That was the Empire. Oh, okay, 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 yeah. okay, 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 okay. Um, so, yeah, I'm actually on, on my rewatch right now at the scene where he's at the armory with the flashbacks. And, yeah, I mean, I'm trying to see where I could see the droids or not. You'd have to do that on your own time and pause it. You got to, like, pause and go through it frame by frame. But I love that, you know, it was just a shoulder blade and then they put so much emphasis on it because, I mean, like, just every piece of 
new armor is like a major thing for Mandalorians and building your armor set is, you know, huge. I love that they're talking about how he was like, whatever they called the orphans, the foundlings, yeah, the foundlings. And he gave the rest of his medal. Yeah. Yeah. And I like that. That's like that. He's still invested in his culture. So, like, I think that's going to be very important. And so, like, I think it's going to be so interesting because Filoni's given us so much of the Mandalore lore. I think this is just going to be, like, him loving on it pretty much and just yeah. giving us, like, the full-fledged deal. I mean, but I non- think we're going to get more of those flashbacks. Oh, 100%, and I want that. A non-Star Wars element, like, part to it that I liked, the tone of the show is a Western, and I love Westerns. Oh, dude, I was actually going to say to you after I watched it, I was like, the first, actually the whole episode feels like Cowboy Bebop. Like, this show feels more like Cowboy Bebop than anything. This is Cowboy Bebop 100%. It literally felt like Trigon, Cowboy Bebop, a a space western, and I loved it. You had the good, the bad, ugly scene with the Werner Herzog and the uh, Stormtroopers, which I thought was badass. I love that the Stormtroopers were dirty. I loved when you you walk in, he's getting his tag. I'm like, yo, this feels like I'm watching Spike Spiegel, Vash the Stampede, or Wild Bill Hickok, whatever fucking what, like... I love that, and you you feel the griminess of this earth, and like this is something that you've always been asking for. We're seeing the underworld. The underworld, are, yeah. Are we gonna see some hut shit? Are we gonna see the they, rem- they're speaking hut? That's my thing. Are we gonna see the remnants <laughs> of Red Dawn? Are we gonna? That see- blew my mind when I when we walked up in there, and like the first thing that's like coming out of these dudes' mouth is hut. I'm just like, oh, we're doing this. Like yeah. we got we got non hut people speaking hut right now on a, on something that's like not on a book or something. Oh man, we're doing this. Like let's go. That's where I was like bought in. And just the first line. And then even the first line for the Mandalorian, man. Like um I can bring you in warm or I can bring you in cold. Yeah, that was awesome. And I like, love let's that. go. I love that toughness from him when he carried into the ship when uh, the comedian, I, I don't know his name, you know his name more so than me, the, the blue dude was just chilling and he was trying to talk to him about going to the bathroom. The Mandalorian didn't tell him anything. He's like looking at guns. He closed that. He's like, nah, I'm not messing with that. And he's like trying to see what's up. He sees these people in carbonite. And then all of a sudden, Ooh. as he's turning around about to go back, the Mandalorian pops up on him. He's like, yeah, you're not, you're not seeing life day. Also, that, that means the Christmas special is canon. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. Uh, so, yeah. Life day, uh, yep. But he he puts him in that carbonite, and I was just like, "Oh, this is one bad dude." Also, love Carl Weathers as as the guild guild operator. I think Carl Weathers felt re- felt really at home in Star Wars, and it didn't feel like I was seeing Apollo Creed or someone else. It felt like no, no, definitely not. It felt like who's this dude? I want to know his name and like what's up with this guild. For sure, yeah. I, th- I think uh, his role in this is pr- is pretty set in stone and important. I feel like in a way he's like a mentor. Yeah. Someone that he at least he reveres. Yeah. In a sense. Because like he's the one that he he goes to him for for his his tags and bounties. As they call them. Pucks. Pucks, Yeah. Yeah. That's that's a book thing. That was hella dope seeing all that. What was another thing I like? Oh, I love the action. Like seeing the uh, creature come up from and eat that ship and then seeing him snipe that creature or having him at the end with uh, IG, I think it's 11, 
or 91, whatever the uh, Taika Waititi. 11. Yeah, IG-11, the Taika Waititi voice droid, when they were doing just, like, gunfights, and then all of a sudden you see him jump, take over the little turret, and it's like, bang, 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 and I'm just like, this? Oh, yeah, I was like, was even, wild. even though I'm a lightsaber guy, this is how you make me a fan of non-Jedi Star Wars, and I think the movie suffered from Well, this that is be- what I've been trying to say, man. Like, this is the kind of stuff that's really interesting, is is you know what you've been asking for in having a Cowboy Bebop anime series. It's have a dude up in his ship being a bounty hunter, going out here and getting into some wild adventures. No, it's fulfilling like, is- my like my need that anime is not giving me right now. I'll give you that. And that's my thing. Like it's making me like this because I guess the movies didn't give me a good enough interpretation. Like I wasn't using my imagination for that. I was just like, oh, what you showed me. The cool thing is the Jedi, but these dudes are just as cool. And I love that they, he had the flamethrower, gave me remnants of, of Django and Boba, but that's a that's a Mandalorian thing. Well, the thing about the Star Wars that we know is that the wars. That's why this isn't called anything wars. You know, it's called the Mandalorian because this doesn't have anything to do with, you know, Jedi, good versus evil, stuff like that. I mean, you got, I mean I had, it might have stuff to do with Jedi. I mean... I'm not yeah, gonna rule that out the, yet. You gotta talk about yeah. the angels a little bit. <laughs> I'm not gonna rule that out yet, but uh, I mean, it's not like good versus evil. This is just living in the world. This character in a peace, in a time of peace. So I mean, they're re- so we don't have to worry about. Even though we do see the empire, and I think that's an important it, scene. It's a time of it's reconstruction. It's 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 maybe peace to the. To the rebels that they've they've occurred, but now the people that lived in the empire—it's the fifties. Yeah, they're dealing with their remnants, like they, well, not even the—I'd say the twenties and the thirties. Like they're dealing with the remnants of this this horrible shit. Or think about Germany post Nazism. And that's what I'm like, saying. The fifties. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, well, wouldn't it be fifty? Yeah, no, fifties. You're right. Uh, but yeah, it's that time of how how does society move forward and there's crime so I, it just makes sense why and he said like is the guild's not paying anymore because crime's running rampant and they don't feel it there's no one to pay the the, the uh, guilds for this because empire's not in charge anymore so it's not just normal people and crimes run amok yeah uh i mean i don't know if crimes run amok i think it's the same old thing with the well, car weather said that the hud clan Oh, well, definitely that. But I'm just I'm just going off with Carl Weathers saying that, like, when the Mandalorian was like, is bounty hunting down or is his jobs not coming? In? He was like, actually, it's quite the opposite. Jobs, jobs are as booming as they ever were, if not more. It's just we're not getting paid the same. Ah, yeah. probably because there are an abundance then. Yeah, exactly. And there's not there's no one to pay it. Like the, the Empire used to pay those bounties in the huts. Well, I mean, I'll, well, I mean, that's the whole reason that this is a Western. It is a Wild West. Big sense because it's just like what you what you were saying with like a restructuring reconstruction i mean there is an order but like you got to remember the rebel alliance didn't have that much control of the galaxy it was a small band of rebels against the empire they got to get people on their on their side so you know right now it's i guess it is kind of run by the money whoever has the money it's run by the money and run by the locals. Whoever is the richest local and can provide the muscle and tell the the the, the people that were like the Mon Mothmas and that whole crew of people set up the new Senate. Until that happens, it's just whoever's the richest at the time is just running these small little towns. Which is going on, and I'm wondering if we're ever going to hear some mention of that, which I think we will. 
just like mentioned. And th- th- or since, like on the Holonet, which I would love to see the Holonet. That would be great. I, will, I, I think we could get a mention, and this could get into speculation due to the ending. The Empire was tracking down this Yoda-like creature, the species, because at the end he, he finds out that his tag is this creature that's 50 years old that's baby Yoda, but it's not really Yoda, so don't get, don't get that misinterpreted. It's his species. And who... Told the Empire to track. Who told Warner Horzog and that that remnants of the Empire to track that down? Does Luke and those who people told the droid that? to track it down? That and that's another thing. Like it's like who's behind this? I think that could maybe get us into the closest tie-ins to Jedi Sith type dealing. Maybe a Snoke. Who knows? Well, that final scene. And I'm trying to think, is there anything else to talk about before we get to that? I mean, you know, the cool cameo of the, the guy who was driving the speeder. I, don't, I can't remember his name, but that was pretty funny. Didn't expect to see him. Uh, what else happened? Uh, another, I think we covered it. Another cool fact is just now that you remember they were testing Carbonite with Han Solo, and now it's running. Now everybody's using it. Exactly, yeah. When we saw that, I thought that was neat because... That was per- that was a test when they yeah. did with Han Solo, and now um, they see so that in- now it's so. like common practice, and he has like tons of them in his ship, and that's how yeah. he like is pretty much transporting bounties, pretty which much, is, which is crazy to me. That's that's awesome. Um, yeah, Taika Waititi's uh, assassin droids dope. That's exactly what I imagine an assassin droid would be like. Yeah, he was awesome. He he gave me K two S O vibes, but not as like snarky but just a droid I mean, that's that's not a c3po or r2d2 no disrespect to them i just like seeing these droids in action well i mean he matched the ones that also appear in the rebels clone wars yeah so i mean it, it matched up pretty well with uh, my idea of how that was supposed to work so i like that Everything's kind of really hitting home with the Star Wars fans, I think. Everyone in my community that I see on Twitter is really respond is responding well. I haven't really I, seen a lot of hate. I see I was for okay, certain so, nitpicky things. Like, so, have you seen anything? I that's what I was gonna get at. Like, so I follow some Star Wars and then I'm just from general people who are interested in nerd fandom. Uh Mark Bernardin, Fat Man Loves Batman, he thought that the pilot wasn't a, a, a good pilot he thought that he's only interested in it because it's star wars but in terms of being a pilot it's like he thought it didn't hit home how a pilot should i i think that could be a fair criticism that but is I yeah, think, it's definitely fair. but I, I but the thing is is when you are star wars why do you have to do that mm, okay okay i mean like i don't think that this had to be like something that was supposed to be like and at the end of the day the final scene i think is what the my, the big hook is like you but came you, for a, you came for a Star Wars show, so so if you're a, a, who doesn't someone who doesn't know anything about Star Wars and you see that and you're like oh well what's that well okay if you've never seen anything about Star Wars and you're watching this show then wh- who are you? Like, that's well, the most. But the thing primarily, is, primarily especially on the first day, if if you're watching it, but like like we said for this show to be in that that top three, we got to hit general audiences who aren't necessarily fans of. We want this show to make new Star Wars fans. And I can get that criticism of just, like, for non-fans, this is maybe a lot to take in and, and was a little underwhelming. But for fans, this was everything we wanted and then some. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I think that it was a good start to something. I think everyone's kind of drawn into the main character. I, That's I don't really the main know what thing. Else you, I, don't really, I just don't really know what else you would have wanted out of... I, I don't know. It's just like a discussion I would have to have with him personally. And that's why but, you, you just, that, that's just like some of the, and I saw that criticism from like three, three other people. And I just wanted to mention that just cause you asked, but uh, no, for me, the main character sold me like that. Like it's called the Mandalorian. The Mandalorian has to be a badass. He has to be this guy that I want to see do continue the show and see his journey and. For that, they did. They did. The, they nailed that on episode one. Like this dude is is a cold blooded. Shut your mouth. <laughs> That's like, a good way to put it. <laughs> like, I, I want to see what's up, man. Dude, yeah. I mean, he's he's dope, and he definitely seems like he's had a past, and I hope that that get, comes into play. Oh, that has to. And I want to know his name. Like he's not. Like, I don't want to just keep calling him the man. Like I want to know his name at some point, and I want to see if Pedro Pascal is actually under that mask. Or is it a stunt guy? Like I, I want to see him take it off. No, I think it's actually Pedro Pascal. I I know that's just me. That's just me being trying to make some jokes. That's all. And I know we're gonna get to that at some point because I think we are gonna get to Mandalorian or not Mandalorian, but to Mandalore, which would be crazy. Also, um, wait, another nitpicky thing. I wish they would have said what planets they were on. That's fair. I, one thing I really did enjoy about Rogue One was there that they labeled that pretty well. And that's what I wanted. Like, out of new era Star Wars, I think they do a better job of labeling planets. I think this felt more like old era where they say the planets in passing, but this episode didn't say any of the planets' names. So I was kind of like wishing that they would have did, like, the Avengers Endgame or... Uh, because I can't tell you any of those planets. I, exactly. I don't know where any of those planets were. We got an ice think, planet. We got a desert planet. <laughs> but I think that's part of the the thing. I, I don't. I think if you dwell too much on the mentions and the cameos, then you take away from the story. So I think they're kind of just like minimizing their fan service. their fan service. Yeah. Okay, I can I can see that. Let's talk about the last scene, and that's pretty much the, the final thing we need to cover but okay what's up man what's what's going on what, what's up with yoda species what's that all about uh well yoda and yaddle are the only two of that species that i've ever known in canon uh yaddle was another member of the jedi council Did so they have a kid? no I, i'm pretty sure they were both the same gender but I don't know anything about that species, and there hasn't really been a lot of that mentioned in canon. So that's why I think is super interesting about this is that we're going to get to explore that, uh, maybe. Yeah, hopefully. But I think that this shows that what Filoni and Favreau are trying to do here may expand a little bit farther in the reaches of the canon. Like this is something that type of stuff. Like this is something that could be used for anything later down the line. You know, like oh, this could be of... a character like what it's fifty years old now. I mean they live to be nine hundred. He should definitely be around during race time. That's what I'm saying. Like does this thing pop up? It's like that part of the reason they should put the Mandalorian right before the Rise of Skywalker. 
Like, is this thing pop up? Maybe that's a possibility. That's a good speculation. I want to ask you, since we're in speculation zone now, it would be about a hundred. I would say, but I would think it would be at like a. No, it would be at like seventy, eighty, some. Because this is five years after Jedi. How long did uh? How long is Jedi from uh? Uh, episode seven. Twenty some years. Almost, almost. Uh, no, almost forty. So let's say, let's put it at a, at an even four. He's let's 90. Say about forty. He's ninety, or okay. like or like eighty five, because five years. Yeah. So I mean, shit. He could he could be there, yo. Like real talk. But I want to ask you this: What percentage do you give it? Because we're looking at Dave Filoni's babies, and we see a lot of his stuff sprinkled in there with Mandalore. I think we're gonna go there. Um, like you said, what's the percentage that? Uh, Dark Sabers in this. What's the percentage that a Sabine Wren is in this? Oh, I give it a pretty strong. I pretty. I give it. I give. The, I give that a pretty strong seventy-five percent. For which one? For both of them? For both. Ooh, see, I would go Dark Saber. If it, if it's over under fifty, I might take the over with that. But if you do the same thing with Sabine, I might take the under because I feel like Sabine might if, be something for season. If two. I had to. If I had to choose one or the other, I think Sabine over the Dark Saber. Ooh, okay. I love that we got different. Okay, okay. cool. Well, if Sabine's in it, then you know maybe Ahsoka Tano might be in it because aren't they together? No. So, uh... <laughs> yeah, that's why. That's why I'm I'm leaning to more towards Dark Saber. I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if we saw those characters pop in for real because I think that they could work, uh, especially oh, Sabine. Sabine definitely could work. All your rebels and, and I don't know about Ahsoka. Ahsoka's tough, but all your rebels characters could work easy. Well, uh, just Sabine and uh, General Sindula. Yeah, like with Hera. things that are there. I mean, yeah, because Ezra can't. Yeah, yeah, God. Ezra's in the Nether regions, so he might be Snoke. Who knows? Yeah, <laughs> don't start that shit again. <laughs> but nah, man, I think Star Wars did a good job, and I'm jonesing for episode two already. Like Friday, yeah, it's Friday, so cool. Fr- Friday when I wake up, it's gonna be Titans then Mandalorian before I go to work. It's like that's 100. So you guys will be able to get the Mandalorian review with the main show. So dope. Yeah, and so what do you think about Disney Plus while we're also? You want to save that for the main, or you just want to chunk that in now? Oh, I mean, just first thoughts, because it was the launch. Oh, okay. First thoughts? Um, I, I dug it. I thought it was easy to navigate. There'd be some things I'd like to add, like, for example, categories, genres, that type, in categories like cartoons, uh, like, because it was hard to find Darkwing Duck and Gargoyles. Like, I mean, all you had to do was search it and type it in. But I think it's user-friendly. I think it's dope, and I definitely... Like the nostalgia bomb, but my one complaint is they need original content bad, like bad. I know people are gonna be like, but Lyndon, there's coming. I know, I know, but it's like there's this vault of stuff, but it's like okay, I can watch that, but I got to be in the mood to watch that. If not, I'm gonna watch something else. But you will have me there tuning in to Mandalorian every week it drops. That's why I'm saying like when Falcon Winter Soldier comes, that's gonna be great for them. Yeah, like I'm not advised. I haven't advised anyone to do this, but it's almost like you you want to pay for 
the Mandalorian until the next thing, you know? And that's my thing. What's the next thing? Like, how long until we get the next thing? And it's like, I, I don't think Falcon Winter Soldier's coming until fall of next year. So it's like, I don't know. If, if you're not a Star Wars fan or a Disney fan, it's like, maybe hold off on buying Disney+. Plus. I'm excited for What If, man. Did you see the little clip of um, Winter Soldier fighting zombie Captain America? No, I'm going to have to check that out. When does What If drop? Like, I feel like that's late next year, too. I feel like that's in December. See, you hoping it's in December, like they're doing a DC Universe where they switch they switch gears after each show. But I don't know if it's like that. Oh, and they talked, and they did the Harley Quinn trailer today too. We can't, we can't talk about that, bro. That I is, know. That, they, that I, it sold you, huh? Yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I, I knew it. I told you that show. That I told you that fucking show was gonna be good. I knew that shit. That trailer was amazing. But we got, we'll talk about that another time. But yeah, Shubi, that's all the time we got today because we'll just keep rattling off topics that we're gonna talk about in like four days. Pretty much. But so, yeah, Mandalorian's dope. So you guys like, be sure don't to... be too much like rebels. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Even though I like that because I think that's some of the best Star Wars storytelling we've gotten in a long time. But that's for oh, I wanted to be like rebels in the best ways. Yeah, not in the word. I okay. I wanted to be I... season three and four rebels. Not space wells. I'm and with you. Not season one rebels. I'm with you. I'm with you. All right, but yeah, ladies and gentlemen, you can follow me at LinBWT on Twitter. Follow the Bros Who Think at Bros Who Think. Be sure to check the latest episode of Bros Who Binge. We have a really, really dope pitching match. If you're on the Watchmen Titans, we review that weekly on that show. Be sure to check that out, as well as the latest episode of Anime Talk. And be on the lookout for the newest Bros Who Think podcast coming on Thursday. And you can find all of our content at www.broswhothink.com. In the comments on SoundCloud, if you have thoughts about anything we said, let us know. Let us know in the comments below, as well as tweet at us, and we will start this Mandalorian discussion because we want to know your theories, what you thought about episode one, what you thought about Pedro Pascal. Just get let it break it down to us in the comments or on Twitter. But that's all I got, Shuby. All right, well... Um, that's all we got here and make sure to listen to everything going on with the Bros Who Think Network this week we got some really cool stuff coming in the, the next few weeks so we're excited to bring that out to you so have a great week and keep binging